1: Hey, baseball fans. The game is
2: over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights.
1: And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. grown
0: to Les and the Brewers have the lead.
2: We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office.
3: I like Tim's perspective.
2: History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen.
4: It is a final, the game and the series, and the results are good. Welcome in, everybody. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South Twenty Seventh Street, No Creek. Tim Allen, Evan Heffen, uh, Heffelfinger. Yeah, that's his name. That is his real name. Excuse me. Uh, eight zip. Yeah, eight nothing. The Brewers take care of business today, and what a win today! They earn the win and the split here as the road trip continues. Now they sit. Uh, with a mark of four and uh, four and three through the first seven games, four to play in Chicago, and you start adding up numbers in in your head a little bit. We'll get to some highlights here. Uh, we will get to uh, Craig Council; he's got to be pretty pleased. And Corbin Burns, just amazing today. ERA now at one ninety five here, and just spectacular today. And that really uh, was the first storyline of the game. The second was the offense uh, busting out. And the extra base hits, oh, plenty. The two out base hits that this uh, team got. And also the bottom of the lineup. Now, here's, here's what you're thinking. Um, you're, you're thinking in terms of why didn't Keston play today? He's been swinging the long ball bat lately. And why, why is, uh, well, you, you can squeeze him in there for Lorenzo Kane And, okay, well, whoa, wait a second here. What does Craig Council know that we don't? When you think that, well, Andrew McCutcheon can play the outfield and has and did, and then you you have Lorenzo Cain there with his 178 batting average. Well, Craig, what a move. Lorenzo Cain, a huge part of this game. He goes three for four with three RBIs and a huge, huge performance from Lorenzo Cain. That's the crazy thing about baseball. What you think you know, sometimes you don't. I wrote a song, sometimes what we think we know, we don't. I I actually did just to let you know that. But anyway, uh, and it's so true in baseball that you really, you know, it it looks like a no brainer and then, and then it, it it spins around. I I think Adam McAlvey from uh, brewers.com, he always calls it the reverse lock. When you, when you think you got it under control, uh, no, it goes the other way, but you start adding up numbers here. And now through the seven games, four and three, and you start eyeballing maybe a little bit beyond the next day's schedule because we all know that there's a doubleheader in Chicago tomorrow, day-night job. And you start saying, okay, there's four left to play on this, uh, this uh, quite daunting 11-game road trip. And it was, and it is, into San Diego, into St. Louis. You come out on top there in those seven games. But you start saying, hmm. How many do we want in, in Chicago, or how many would you expect in Chicago? Or how many will they get in Chicago? And you say, well, God, they should take two, three, three out of four, right? They should go three, three and one. They're just so much better than the Chicago Cubs. But as I just stated, sometimes that doesn't work out that way. If you happen to go three and one and you go seven and four. On this road trip here, how about that one folks, that would be huge. Even if you go two and two, now I don't want to sound like the loser mentality here, but even if you go two and two, all you guys that predicted six and five on this 11 game road trip, spot on. I mean, absolutely right on the money. Some of us would have said hey if things don't go right just don't make it a disaster on the 11 game road trip just don't make it a 5 and 6 uh, or, or just don't make it a, a 3 and 7 3 and uh, that would be 3 and 8 don't make it that just just come on back with with like a a 5 and 6 don't make it that four and seven, three and eight. Come back five and six and you'll be like, oh, okay, it's right around 500. It's on the road. It's against some pretty decent competition, at least the front half or the majority of these games. But now you look at it and you start adding, adding up numbers, like I said. And you're like, mm, they should do, they should do, they want the, seven and four. Come on. Well, you take it one game at a time and, and they're going to fire up a doubleheader. We should hear potentially within the next few minutes of who the hell's going to pitch for the crew tomorrow. Not official yet, but it looks like Ethan Small is going to get the call up. And we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on during the show about whether or not you would go ahead and start him or you would have an opener. I would tinker with that idea of Miguel Sanchez to pitch an inning or two, get the feet wet. Let them feel the the atmosphere, Ethan Small, and then go on in there in the third inning or the second inning. Even it's something I would I would consider seven nine nine twelve fifty. The extent of this particular win. This was a little nerve wracking for me uh, all of last night and certainly this morning uh, before game time. It was like wow, don't lose three out of four in St. Louis here. You're going to have a one-and-a-half game lead. St. Louis is now legit in the race. It's, it's no worries, and they still might be, but it's, it's right back to even, though, four-and-a-half. What a huge difference. See what one game does for you. See what one game does, and everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, a lot of people will say, well, it's, it's just that one game, and they can rebound. and re-. That's a two-game swing in division. And it does have, just to let you know, it does have tiebreaker implications. If the head-to-head on a tiebreaker postseason situation comes to fruition, it then goes to division for whatever reason, even if it's a tiebreaker for two teams in different divisions. I don't understand that rule at all. You got to find some sort of common opponent tiebreaker, but they they, they chose not to do it that way. <clears throat> but measure the sizable victory today. This is, I think, way more than a feel-good victory. I think it's a feel-good game for a guy like Lorenzo Kane. We can be happy about that. We can be soft and fluffy about that. It, it really is a feel-good game for Lorenzo Kane. But as far as the team goes... It's way more than a feel good. You, you bounce back, you had the guy to do it and look what happens. You get that type of pitching. You put up the run uh, output and off you go for a big number a snowman on the board and a shutout to boot Milner and, and souter buttoning things up. Okay. Another reason why it's a big victory. You didn't tax the bullpen with key components of that bullpen. You're heading into a doubleheader. Th- that's never a good thing. By the way, the uh, Chicago Cubs here. Some more good news. Chicago Cubs did play an extra inning affair today. I don't know if that game is done yet, Evan. Is that game? Is it's that in game... the
5: bottom of the 10th right now. Yeah, there the you go. The Cubs are up 3-1, to one, though. So
4: you oh, need the man. White Sox
5: to come back here.
4: Yeah, just one extra frame, it looks like. But, but you never know. We wanted that game to go like 12-13. To tax some more bullpen arms, so that's another reason why this one was big. That's another reason why you have now available your four guys for, well, what we're thinking will be an Ashby and Small double dip tomorrow, which is, in my estimation, I don't, I don't want to, you know, just be super negative about it, but let's let's face it. You know, Aspie, you feel a lot more confident. You don't know what you're going to get out of Ethan Small in a a major league debut if he goes, but you're going to need the bullpen. So got box Williams-Hader, all ready to go, well-rested. I mean, all ready to go. Give me a one-run lead into the sixth inning against Chicago, and you feel pretty good about it tomorrow. And I would go Aspie game one, by the way. They haven't announced... Quite yet. I, I think it's happening as we speak, so we'll keep our eyes on that for you. 799-1250, you measure the scale of what this win means to this team right now. Let's uh, go to Ricky in the barn. Ricky, you're first up here on the fan. What's going on, Rick?
6: That's where I do my plot and my scheme and Timmy. Burns, absolute maniac. With run support, how refreshing is that? Am I getting over my skis being excited about Ethan Small? He called up a couple hours ago, 1.88 ERA this year. This guy has 177 Ks through 136 innings since we drafted him in 2019. I'm jumping aboard the hype train. I want to see what this guy can do tomorrow. I think he could be a very important factor wow. with the Peralta in- injury. You know, I'm going to apologize in advance to my friends and my family for ignoring them on Memorial Day tomorrow while <laughs> I check out what this young man can do. Also, man, <laughs> the grill... I like those burgers, medium rare. Keep smiling, Timmy. I'm out. <laughs> there you go. Great call. I mean, I, mean, great I call. ignored
5: my mom on Freddie Peralta's debut. It, it's yeah. just, it, it happens. I think they understand, though.
4: And, and you know, in, in theory, it does beg the question. You, you threw out those numbers. He's been outstanding in his climb to the big league level. Just outstanding. But you throw a couple of lefties in the future of this team on the mound with Ashby and small, oh, the sky's the limit here, guys. I mean, let's face it. If he's legit, I mean, we don't know. Who was it in, uh, in Pittsburgh? You remember about a decade ago, maybe a little bit more. They had those three lefties and everyone thought that this was that Gorzolani, Zach Duke, and Paul Mahalam. You remember those three? And that's that's maybe a, a little bit over the skis, Ricky, to answer your question, but let's find out. It's going to be fun to find out. Uh, Major League, uh, first Major League starts uh, for the Brewers have not gone all that well. Ashby got pounded. Alec Bettinger pounded. I'm just saying. He did hit know? a home run, though. Yeah, he did. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh Nate, you're next. Hey Nate.
7: Oh, what's good, Tim. Um, good win today. You know, um me personally I was a little bit frustrated with the lineup at the at the start of the game, um for the fact that um they hey he, he didn't have Kess and Hero in the lineup. For me, if you want to give Yelich a day off I would, today would have been the day to give him a day off and not have him at DH and yep. keep your, yep. keep Kessler Hira in the lineup as the DH. You know what I mean? Uh, I just feel like um, with Craig, the, what happens the game before it doesn't really matter to the lineup. It's it's about righty versus lefty or whatever you want to, whatever, whatever they call it, analytics or whatever. But I'm like, this guy has hit two home runs, back-to-back days. And what what does he get for it? He gets put on the bench. You know what I mean. For me personally, if you want to give Yelich a day off, give him a day off completely. You know what I mean. And keep keep the guy that's that's hitting for you in the lineup.
4: Yelich's zero for five today. He's down to two thirty four. He's headed back toward the dentist office at two thirty. I mean, he's he's just a couple of abs uh, away from that. Uh, I am surprised, Nate. That you haven't seen Keston Hera with a start in the outfield with the absence two things, the absence of Renfro and the and the struggling of Lorenzo Kane. I really am surprised that you didn't at least try and get by. Other teams are doing it. Now we all know the defensive liability that Keston Hera is, but you know, that would build his confidence up a little bit. Try and try and hide him out there for a game. I don't know. It's just it's just something I'm a little surprised about.
7: Yeah, I'm, I'm. But you know, it's just for me keeping his when he's good. When he's going, you want. I feel like with all the stuff that happened last year, with with his confidence being flustered and him being sent down and having to come back up and then sent back down and the struggle that he had last year, when he gets on a roll, like he's like he did the last two games, hitting hitting the ball hard, hitting it over the fence. I feel. I just feel like you want to build on that instead of putting him back on the bench and not even. He didn't even get a pinch hit bat today. You know what I mean? No, so it's no. like something in something in the way of just keeping that, keeping his bat warm, or keeping that confidence within him to um, keep that bat warm. You know what I mean? And then about the, about the guys tomorrow. For me, if if they're thinking about pitching Ethan Small tomorrow, I will pitch him in the second game of the doubleheader. Um for that being reason is let him see like the first the first game and let him yes. feel the energy in the stadium and let him feel the the how the game how the ups and flows of the game goes and then let him pitch
4: on the money. But, but, Spot yeah. on spot on I, I I agree with you totally and and Nate uh you, real quick now measure the scale of this victory today
7: It's it's, it's about if you want to go one through ten it's about an eight because you didn't you did not want to come in here and lose three out of four um to these guys you wouldn't want to win you would have want to won the series but walking out of here with a tie against the Cardinals who everybody hates um, it's just that it, I think it's just because we hate them not that much that is that it pushes it to an eight. And yeah,
4: it's a good like recovery. Said,
7: we're we're ahead we're ahead of them in the division. You know they're going to be there towards the end. We got to get all these games early. And due to the fact that you were shorthanded as well.
4: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Nate, spot on. Thanks for the call. Played out just like the last four game set that you played against the Cardinals in Milwaukee. Brewers take games one and four. And you go two and two. But the pressure was on the Brewers today. Yeah, you know, crazy how baseball looks. You know, when when you when you take a look at the box score here, and we'll get the full full box in just a bit. Five-hole hitter on down today. Five through nine today. All of them with multiple hit games. 12 total hits for these guys all with uh, at least one extra base hit. For every one of these guys, five six seven eight nine they were 12 for 19 for eight RBIs, six extra base hits, three of those homers. Five through nine. Look at Wong here. Ofer. Louie got a base hit. Yellich Ofer. McCutcheon Ofer. McCutcheon and Yelly, your 3-4 hitters with four punch-outs, a double-play ground ball. This is just. They talk about the length of the lineup. Without Renfro, I don't think it's as solid in terms of depth and length. But look at the difference in lineups between yesterday and today. Rowdy out yesterday, in today. Omar out yesterday, in today. Now this this is this is the way uh, the way I look at these things. And Rowdy, by the way, uh, didn't it seem like this team was landlocked on the, on Bally Sports Wisconsin? They show the home run leaderboard. It's been like on nine for these players for about three and a half weeks, it seems, doesn't it? They've just been sitting there at nine. Finally, Rowdy uh, breaks that tie and gets uh, number 10 on the season. 799-1250. Marshall, you measure the sizable victory of this game today, 8-zip.
6: Yeah, I'm just going to get to that. I, since we're all in a good mood, your callers are all good, but Ricky, Ricky in the barn is good. But I'm going to do a Chris Merman for him to make him even pump him up more. Ricky Barn in the USA. But uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> there you go. But,
6: yeah, drum roll, please. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm I'm thrilled. I only got to see I had things between church and some work I had to do today. I didn't see much of the game, but enough of it to know what happened. And I saw the breakdown of the runs and all that. Very thrilling. Um, but you know what, uh, Tim, and maybe it's just because of our pitchers. You know how they say we just hand the ball to the next guy. It's like the handing the baton. And we just had a clunker yesterday. They're going to happen over 162-game season. And I still felt, hey, I know we're down 2-1 in the series. But look, we 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 were 2-2 at home. I felt realistically coming into this we'd be 2-2 in St. Louis. And knowing that Burns was going today, I I, I had no stress at all. I said, the, we're going to win today. And, okay. you know, I expected Nicholas to pitch a little better for the Cardinals. I, I predicted 3-1, by the way. I thought it would be a little closer, but... When I saw six nothing and after seven, I said, threw my fist in the <laughs> air. I said, I told you, keep, keep, you know. And I, I'm on blood pressure medication on top of it, so that's one of my, my uh, vices, I guess, if you will. But uh, I just, I felt confident as ever last night. I know people were stressing out a little, and I understand, I, I get it. But um, when you look at this pitching staff and you and, and Burns just being Mister Unhittable lately uh how could you not feel pretty confident coming in that we would do this today? Here we are now. Let's get three in Chicago. Let's do that. I think we can. My personal call tomorrow is a split, mainly because we're trying a new pitcher out in, in in possibly. And but I think we split tomorrow and I think we'll get the last two and get three out yeah. of four on this road trip. I just think the Brewers, even in Wrigley, even in that environment, the Brewers are just a better baseball team. and They are. They are. Uh, they are. And they should have they should, confidence, uh, guys. As I keep saying, let's just embrace this. We're in, right. We are in some great times right now, and let's hope that this is a special season, Tim and Evan, as you all have been saying. All
4: right. Thank, thank you, Marshall. Thank you. Yeah, and you are on the road. Doubleheaders are, are funky for whatever reason. But my goodness. I mean, you're into Chicago. If you go 2-2, two and two, we'll reset, do some inventory, and you find that you've gone 6-5. and five. But th- think about it this way. This may elevate how much of a, a good win this was. Had you lost this game? Th- think about that. I, because I'm a true believer in momentum in baseball. Some are not. I, I believe in it. I think more and more players, uh, coaches, managers, and, and fans are starting, just starting to su- subscribe to a little more momentum in baseball. It always was this this standard rubber stamp momentum that doesn't exist in baseball. It's, it's about the next day's starting pitcher. That's all this is. Well, I think more and more are starting to believe in it, and I've felt that it was a, a, a strong part of the game for many, many years. But – Think the other way here. Had the Brewers, you know, got on a flight here tonight into Chicago, short flight, and tail between the legs a little bit, one-and-a-half game lead over the Cardinals when you came in with four-and-a-half, whatever it is. Um, The road trip then looks a little different on you, then a little more pressure with a couple of young lefties, in theory, going tomorrow. What a a difference. Sizable victory today. Now, I'll clue you in on a little secret. Because I get uh and I I don't adjust I don't adjust too much for what people uh say uh, about my show at all. But a lot say uh, this whole big win thing, this whole big win thing. It gets a little old. They can't all be big wins. Have you noticed, Evan? That was the first time on the show today that I've used the word big. Okay. Sizable measure the extent of this victory. Okay. I've been using those terms, so I'm not just going to throw that out there. How big of a win is this? We'll, we'll skip that part now, but it is to the extent of what this means for the brewers, this is nice. It really is. Okay, so we have some probables, and we were expecting that with the post-game comments from Craig Council. What do you have, Evan Heffelfinger?
5: Yeah, we'll hear from Craig in just a few minutes. He's just now getting shown on Bally Sports Wisconsin. But four minutes ago, Craig Council confirms that Ethan Small will be called up. He starts game number one tomorrow, and Ashby oh, gets man, game number see, two.
4: I don't like it. I don't, I don't like that. I would. I, he should he be starts. starting game number two. You have that. That's just me. That's that's me. But hey, throw them into the fire, I guess. You know, Memorial Day, uh, holiday weekend. Really, what most times between these two teams in that park is a little bit of a hostile crowd. And I would love for Brewer fans just to say, hey, you know what? I see the future in these two games tomorrow at Wrigley Field. I see the two left-handers. As the future, as some anchor situations of this rotation, you know, two, three, four, five, six years down the line, go on down there, catch the game. We do have another alternative for you. I'll explain that a little bit later on. And by the way, I got bumped today on hit and run on the score this morning about seven o'clock. They bumped me another reason to hate John Lester. That's who I got bumped for, Evan.
5: Not worth it, <laughs> no, it's not.
4: I would have much preferred to hear myself than John Lester. Ah, that's just me Kenny uh well, it's not a work day tomorrow, so yeah this 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 crack open of that uh beer right now should be loud and proud,
8: Timmy, This crack open is courtesy of the very north woods.
4: Uh, (laughs) Where are you at? So...
8: I just walked out of the Bushwood Tavern up here in Manitowish Waters, so I could call in for this one because this is a dandy.
4: Okay, hold on here. This is that one of those bars, like when you order the burger basket. It's like those red little plastic things that have been around since 1970. And then there's that wax paper with a little grease, and you got the pickle, and then you got the burger and fries. And by the time you get done with it, there's just a pile of grease at
8: the bottom. Oh yeah, I'll give you one better because we didn't, you know, the food here. Fabulous, woods, by the uh, way so it's under new ownership it used to be called smoke and joe's but i i went for the big jumbo basket of hand dip battered beer battered <laughs> cheese curds Are you go so, yeah so and then the funny thing is we walk in and on the big tv they got the cubs game on there's some little old man here who looks like he just came out of the woods from like 25 years ago and uh he's he's a big cubs fan with his shirt on i'm like you do realize that the brewer's are going to absolutely kick their backsides in for four games uh, tomorrow, starting tomorrow, right? And he's like, oh, great, a Brewers fan. I was like, you know, you can keep going south if you want. (laughs) But nevertheless, uh, and I bought the old bugger a drink uh, just to make peace with the Mm -hmm. crowd here. But, uh, yeah, this, you know, when, when when you use the term big wins, it's a division foe. So, yeah, this is a big win from the standpoint of you split two and two. Plus, you're still a division leader. They're chasing you. You're in great shape. What was most impressive today? Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Did you see the stats on those guys?
4: Yeah, Yeah, I just read
8: them. And when you talk about momentum, all the years I played, momentum is huge, along with chemistry. And I, I say this time and time again. Look at the guys on the bench. Look at how they interact with each other. Look at how... They, they never seem to be, even like yesterday when they were getting blown out. They're, they're still having a good time. They're like, eh, eh, whatever. Mama said there'd be days like this, but you know, we finally seen the sun since Friday up here and, uh, the Brewers got a win to, uh, even the series up. And I'm still staying with my eight and three. Like I told you, I think they're going to sweep the Cubs. I do not think the Cubs, I'm watching them. They're in the 11th frame. I think it's tied three, three against the, uh, the Southsiders, uh, the Sox. Uh, only because we're forced to kind of watch both games here. But um, it's all good, people. Hang in there. And and like the last caller, he's like, whoa, you know, I kind of, you know, people are, are getting. No, they're not. This is an exciting Brewers team. Yeah, it is. And, it is. And Stearns is going to be pulling mm-hmm. the trigger on getting pitching. They're going to do different things. And if they have to get more offense, you know David Stearns is going to go get it. That's what's beautiful about what's going on with this team. Jim. The Kenny
4: Crack Open is brought to you by the Bushwood Tavern in north-central Wisconsin.
8: No, in northern, northern, yeah, northern. The far northern part. I'm only 30 <laughs> minutes from the Michigan border, from Uperville.
4: Okay, all right, Kenny, have fun, man.
8: You have a great weekend. We'll all see right, you, All
4: take, right, take it easy. 799-1250. You want to get one more in here, Evan, before the break? Wow.
5: Yeah, let's go to Jim on the south side.
4: Jim, what do you say?
5: Hey, Tim.
9: Good to hear from you. Hey, let me set the stage. First off, I'm jealous uh, of that guy up in Manitowish Waters. I love being up there. But anyways, I'm going to set the stage for you. I'm 60 years old. My dad used to take me out of school every year for opening day and to Brewers. And I went to the very first one, I think it was 1969 or 1970, and I got bit by the bug ever since. I was a little worried about this. Uh, this road trip, I didn't know how well they were going to do against the Padres. Padres are a fairly good team, and uh, uh, Brewers sometimes uh, miss it out west. But when they took two out of three, and now they split with the Cardinals, man, I'm I'm with the last caller. I'm thinking they might sweep the Cubs. (laughs) I mean, come on, our pitching staff is rested. We we come in, and I like the fact that they're putting Small in uh, tomorrow because if he's like me when I was in sports, if you made me wait... I would overthink everything, and I would get super nervous. Just put me in right away. I think that's what they're doing with Ethan.
4: Yeah, that—that that, you might be right. That sometimes I believe to read the room, read the atmosphere, just get your feet wet a little bit. But it, that can work against you too. That's a good point. That. If, if it does intensify and, and, you know, Ashby struggles a little bit and, and it's, a, you know, maybe a, a wind's blowing out and it's one of those 7-5 games and, sure. and, and all of a sudden he reads a little more pressure on him and the crowd gets to him a little bit, yeah, it, it could go the other way. it's a good point, Jim.
9: But uh, anyways, hey, great, uh, great show, Tim. I've been listening to you for years. I don't have cable, so after, you know, the last pitch, I always make that switch and I listened to the game.
4: All right, thank thanks a lot, Jim. I I appreciate that. And call anytime. Yeah, I I was bitten by the bug too. But it was 1972 for me. And I was uh you know, 8 years old and I didn't know what was what with baseball necessarily at that point. Much different than a lot of kids these days where you you have so much exposure to baseball for various and and uh, obvious reasons. That you know, you can watch on Instagram and, and all the highlights, and you, you just at a moment's notice you can just you know, all of them direct to your. How many notifications you get during a baseball day, Evan? I mean, oh mine's God. just popping so all day many. long, hundreds. I mean, it's just all day long. It's it's a, can you believe the catch by Mike Trout? Check this out. I mean, but I can't
5: turn it off because what if I miss something?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that that's right. But back then, I mean, early seventies. Let's face it you you didn't even get a, a, all the games televised even into the mid and late 70s Evan, you had brewer games that weren't televised but on weekends and that was maybe it's it was it's crazy the difference difference now it's it's were you it, the it really first is. one
5: in your family to touch the paper any morning to get the scores
4: you think it's a joke question? No, it's no. It's I'm not being a serious. Joke. Yeah, no, it's it's serious, and and uh, family and friends can attest to that. Sitting on the front porch, looking at the standings, looking at stats, um, would go up to grandmas in Mooston, Wisconsin, and uh, they would get uh, the Wisconsin State Journal. I'd have my Sporting News, and and they would every Sunday. Sunday's paper would have the uh, the leaders' statistical information. Still so every, does
5: for the Journal Sentinel.
4: Okay, cool. It says so on Sundays. Then you'd look at RBI leaders, batting average, home run leaders, all, all the leaders, uh, and then they would bold each each Brewer. So it would be in bold, and you just you could kind of line your finger, scroll down, and just find them real quick on on the bold. And they were typically speaking way back when, toward the bottom a little bit. I mean, then you had Gorman Thomas starting. Whoa, he's gonna lead the league in homers. Ben Oglovi. 41 bombs so it's just very limited information but uh, nowadays man holy cow all right brewers get the win today we'll continue to have our conversation you measure up the size of this win you do it for me because i you know again if i continue to say big wins although i believe it i think it becomes numb to at least my colleagues i hope not the audience Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. His name is Evan Heffelfinger. He's got a huge band gig. I want to promote that band gig next. You you are not going to believe. This dude goes from the radio station to a stage with a guitar on him. And we'll hear from Craig Council coming up. 8-Zip Brewers take Game 4 to split the series. We'll be back here on The Fan.
2: it's the Gene Wagner plumbing baseball postgame show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 a.m the fan
4: Eight Zip Brewers take game four and measure up the size of this victory we'll get back to your calls if you're on hold sit right there 799 1250 Gene Wagner plumbing post game show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. Uh, you can measure up the size of this win, the magnitude of this win. I'm trying to avoid the, the word big here. Uh, and uh, also your thoughts on the doubleheader tomorrow as part of this road trip. You've got Ethan Small announced as going game one and then Aaron Ashby. I mean, you get a good look at the future. Left-handers for the Brewers uh, organization here. It's kind of a cool day. Of uh, baseball. Time to get to our call of the game. We might bonus you one here because one is so short. Uh, it is brought to you by 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Now featuring home grill kits to go. Visit them at 5O'ClockSteakhouse.com. We go to the fourth inning. We all know Corbin Burns, Cy Young Award winner, but hit a benchmark in that fourth inning.
1: Edmond swings and misses at the curveball. A strikeout here for Corbin Burns, and that is number 500 in his career. Yeah, he hits
4: 500 strikeouts in his young career. So we look forward to more of that. And since that call was on Valley Sports, Wisconsin was so short. We got to move to the fifth inning. Still a tight ball game. One of those ball games that we're used to this year. One zip, no score, 2-1, 1-1 into the mid-portion of the game. It was right there in the fifth inning at one zip. But Jace Peterson stepped up with a couple of men aboard.
1: And now Jace Peterson gets into one to right. Way back at the track. It is gone for Jace Peterson. A three-run home run, and the Brewers are up 4-0.
4: Yeah, there you go, Jace Peterson. Wow. Uh the five through nine hitters, twelve for nineteen with eight knocked in. Six extra base hits. Let's get back to you guys. We'll go to uh someone that was in Saint Louis. Ryan, you said you check in and uh thank you for that. What's going on? You're on the fan.
10: Yeah, Tim, we're just leaving Saint Louis and uh quite tell you it was neat to see Carbon be an ace like he was today to kinda to kind of stop the bleeding from yesterday, but he just has a knack for, for just slowing the game down and getting the game where it needs to be. And, and it was a fun week for weekend in St. Louis for us. It was, it was hot obviously today and even yesterday. But, but to see the Brew Crew, you know, come out over there or to split, and then like you said, go to Chicago tomorrow and hear a future with Ethan and, and 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 Aaron. You know, I think it's really exciting for Brewers fans to see that. But. Tim, I got a question. I didn't get a chance to listen, listen to you after the game yesterday for a number of reasons being in St. Louis, but mm-hmm. I got to ask you, you know, today I was pretty down about the bottom of our order. It was nice to see Jace finally get going today and low get going, but when do we start asking questions about Keston and getting him some at-bats, either for Cutch or for somebody, because I'll tell you something, you know, watching Cutch today, was, was, it was brutal today, and if you're going to be our four-hitter in the middle of our lineup, you know, we need a little bit more pop there, and, and I, I don't want to be Mr. Negative on a great on a great massive win today in St. Louis. But what are your thoughts on that?
4: I, I agree with you, and it's going to be interesting. Uh, thanks, Ryan. Enjoy the ride home, man. Be safe on, on the way home. It, it's going to be interesting when Renfro and Adamas are both active. And by the way, uh, Willie Adamas in, in the double-A game today had a home run, two-run shot. He's going to play a double-A today and a triple-a game tomorrow. And then we'll see what happens in terms of activation. But at that point there is a little bit of a position player roster crunch. And so we'll see what happens there with Keston Hira. There there is a way to get him in the lineup and that is, you know, uh, Evan brought up a good point. Today would have been a good day to to give Christian the just the day off. He's facing a doubleheader, plays well at Wrigley. And, you know, you probably want him in there for both, uh, both of those games tomorrow. And maybe the day off for Christian today. But on the other hand, what would we have said when we saw the lineup and said, wow, Christian's out of the lineup. We really need this win. Even up the series. You've got Corbin Burns, one swing. With these two guys on the mound, Michaelis and Burns, it could make the difference. So I see both sides of that. But to get Keston in, it's, uh, it's for Kane in essence. Because then it would put McCutcheon in the game defensively and then Keston as the DH. I, I, it's either that or you know, you, you throw Keston Hira in the outfield and try and get away with it. The, the Cardinals did it with Donovan. I don't know uh, defensively how good Don, Donovan is, but he's an infielder
5: played played
4: outfield today.
5: Well, that's so, the it, thing, too, is Yelich was the DH today. McCutcheon was in left. Correct. So you could have had... Let this be a mental and physical day off for Christian. Let him go be fresh for tomorrow in Chicago. But And, and, and you would get to keep Keston, who had hit and, home and runs move, in back-to-back
4: days. And you could have moved Taylor to center for Kane and then uh, you know put, put uh, Keston where you can avoid him. I, I would think left maybe more than anything. Uh, but nonetheless, there, there are ways to get him in there. And I think as long as he continues to do what he's doing— He's, counsel's going to have to find a way. He is. And, and, and I, Ryan, to answer your question, I think he will. I do. Uh, let's get to a Roger. Roger, you're next on the fan. What's going on, Roger?
11: Well, you know, just to add insult to injury to you being bumped this morning on your so-called sister station, they were advising, imploring everyone to take St. Louis over Milwaukee today on their pregame. <laughs> ah, so there you go. a little sweeter, if you know nice. what I mean. Um, listen, you know, I'm going, I'm checking the schedule. Listen, you know, I was somewhat optimistic about this road trip simply from the standpoint that all these teams had a worse record at home than away, and the Cubs are just pitiable pitiful um, in terms of how they've been playing at home. And when I go, I, che- I just check the schedule online, and it already has in uh, these games as losses. It's just that the score is to be determined. Hey, listen, um, would the, if the Brewers on that Wednesday coming home, rather than playing that game at night, would they be fined or something if they just hopped on the bus, got a couple deep-dish pizzas, and started to head home and just ah, let let the Cubs have it? They're going <laughs> to take the first ones anyway. <laughs>
4: that I mean, would not- be huge news in baseball. I've never <laughs> heard of that where you just say, we'll forfeit, you guys can have the win, we're out of here.
11: Hey, you know, <laughs> I think it'd be a wonderful way yeah now catching you know obviously catching first part of that series, but I'd love to do it. I mean, aren't you all the time complaining about those yes. late getaways well, yep. what a beautiful way to put uh to express uh an opinion on that, yeah, grab a couple deep dish fellas, I mean, let's face it, you know they're really not they're, they're they don't need to play that game. I mean, it's a matter of just keeping yourself uh, engaged and uh, keeping from getting bored. Grab the, a couple deep dish and come home, fellas.
4: <laughs> I hear you. That's funny. All right, Roger, thanks. I uh, I, I do know this. There's certain rules and, and guidelines to uh, scheduling your home dates. It is, uh, in essence, overall, generally speaking, up to the home team to do that. There are some limits on that. Uh, It's about the team that uh, has to fly a certain uh, uh, amount of distance before and after. I know that plays a part in it. And I think, if, if, if I'm not wrong here, I think there's only so many night games on getaway days you you can do. I, I think that is somewhat controlled by a number also throughout a season. Well, and it's just so 81. weird
5: that it's in Wrigley, where even though they have the lights now, they still choose to have a bunch of day games when they don't necessarily need to. So yeah. why why on a Wednesday, the fourth game of a series? It was even even when it was the third game of the series. Why did it need to be a night game?
4: Yeah. Yeah, if if you're so daytime oriented then that's the tradition and heritage uh, of it. They've they've been uh, there's been a couple of teams that have done that to the Brewers and and Brewers need to answer back with that. But I know what it's about. We all know what it's about for the most part. You do want to throw some some grief at the other team for sure. Because it does impact, you know, a mood if you will. But we all know it's about the nighttime turnstile is, is, is uh, for the most part, much bigger than the daytime. But we are still here in, well, that'll be early June, so things shift a little bit. You're going to see some different time changes or time, game times uh, on uh, the schedule once you get to June. So there's a lot of ramifications involved in the schedule makers. But yeah, I've always kept my eye on that. You want to get one more in before we get to council?
5: Yeah, let's go to Justin in North Carolina. Justin, what do you say, Jay?
12: All right, what's up, Tim? How you doing? my guy?
4: Now more important how you are, my friend.
12: So I actually went to that low-A affiliate game where Willie had his, uh, his monitor. His oh, nice. So uh, first of all, he got kind of a low strike three called, looking at was clearly low. Second one is where he hit that. It wasn't just a two-run shot, Tim. It was a right field shot. He had an opposite field shot. And the oh, third nice. game, I think those guys from Matt Williams just scared to pitch to him. I'll be going to the game tomorrow in Durham to watch him as well. Because not often in this part of the country where you get to see a talent like that. As far that
4: as men, is so cool. Make sure, you, make sure you call us after tomorrow's uh, appearance from Willie, too. Again, this is kind of a crazy situation. Probably super cool for not only those two organizations, but I think it's cool for Willie Adamas as well. You don't... You don't get this very much. For those that don't know, Willie Adamas on his rehab assignment played at a double-A game, and then tomorrow he's going to play at the triple-A game. That is that is kind of cool. Well, let
12: me correct you on one thing, Tim. Carolina is our low-A
4: affiliate. Uh, I'm so sorry, the the A game. game. The, yes. And
12: you're the pro. I'm, just here, to, yep, yep, I'm yep. just here to be. So, as far as today, uh, I'll definitely call you tomorrow. First of all, I'll listen to you every, after every game. I want to even keel... Uh, the way that some of our callers are. And I think that's all we have to maintain as Brewers fans. We've been to the postseason five years in a row now, so we really just need to keep everything even killed. give him a cut a chance. He's 35 years old, so he's going to have some ups and downs. So will Keston. so will Christian, Rowdy, everybody on the roster. I really love today. Today exhibit, exhibited resiliency to me. This team found a way to split in a game where they are still down a lot of stars. Now, the last part I'm going to leave you with that I'm going to let you go to I like starting uh, the guy. The, the guy, Ethan Small. Ethan Small, there you go, sorry. And I'm kind of disappointed about not being able to see him But here's why I like opposite to some of your callers and you while I start him earlier. Because I think there's less pressure on him to start him earlier. You start him earlier, let him get in the groove. So think about if that game wins, help game one. Now we're pressing. We have, to, we have to win game two to have a split for that day and potentially still take the series. So allow him to get out. There's no pressure on him, no worrying about a loss the previous game. He's coming off a win. Go pitch like all baseball. But I'll see sides Hey, Jim, keep up the great work that you guys do. such a good thing for all us all across the nation that are Brewers fans. And I really feel like, as you say every year, 22 is our championship series. You.
4: <laughs> there you go. Talk to you tomorrow. That You know, Jim brought that up too, Justin, and, and you got to give it some merit. Uh, Evan, I know you agree with this, that you know, maybe to feel, feel the day is not the thing uh, for Ethan Small. Tomorrow is, is to feel all that stuff. I, I say, you know, get his feet on the ground to absorb the atmosphere, and maybe that'll calm him down a little bit. But it, it, it can work the other way. We have to give that some consideration for sure. And, and obviously, counsel Evan, he thinks the same way. Just get him in there and get him going. That's crazy. All right. Well, speaking of Craig Council, he's going to make that announcement, and uh, got to be pleased with this. Uh, Just one more thing here on the even keel. Justin mentioned the even keel part of it. You know, as much as as much as we were, were like heading into the 11 game road trip, well, five and six, six and five, man, that would be okay. Is is it almost time here in this window with all this talent? Isn't this time that the expectations maybe change a little bit? And instead of saying, hey, just, just hold serve, tread water, maybe it's time where we say, no, man, 11-gamer, let's go 7-4. and four. That, that They're good enough. They're a quality team. One of only three teams to have 30 or more wins in the NL. You know, just the other day, there were three wins from the best record in baseball. I might be. Might have to give that some consideration as well, but uh, we'll see. Craig Council, after the uh, Brewers get the game four victory, eight zip the final. Burns outstanding. He had uh, three home runs in the ball game, including one from Lorenzo Cain. He had a great day, three for four with three knocked in, a couple of runs scored. Here's counts after the game. Was
10: that Corbin's best start of the season?
13: Uh, well, he pitched really well. I mean, he pitches well a lot, so he obviously pitched pitched really well. Um, I mean, his, he had a lot of. I thought he, his cutter was moving a lot, had a lot of like horizontal movement. On you could just tell by the backdoor pitches he made and he got takes, and then um, the, the lefties kind of swung over it. And then it, his slider was good today too. I his slider got some got some outs and slowed hitters down. So, I mean, it, it just it's a big time performance when we need it going into tomorrow um, seven innings and against the team that's obviously we're going to be in competition with um, all year long so it's, it's, a, it's a great performance and well timed. And not just the strikeouts but it felt like a lot of the outs were three pitches or less. It was yeah. really efficient. Yeah I mean he was I mean I think that's just a sign he was kind of locked in. There was no you know when Corbin's Close with pitches, he's going to get some swings too. Uh, but he was ahead in the count. Um, you know, the, the takes were because he made quality pitches early in the count. Um, and so he just had a lot of work on today.
14: So, my guys in the bottom of the order had great days offensively. Omar
1: low at the top of the list. And to get production from those guys is.
13: Yeah, it was too. the bottom of the lineup today that, that did a heck of a job. Um, you know omar low and and jace probably had the big hit of the game um but those those three guys you know they were the offense today for sure um did did a heck of a job how big would
10: it be to get omar going and get a really good series offensively
13: yeah i mean i think omar's having a good season um he's he's having a nice season he's doing well um he's, he's doing his he's doing his thing i think and um I mean i think he's capable of this and there's, there's days when he's going to be a big offensive contributor and, and today was one of those days
15: when you guys are in a schedule stretch like you're in right now what's the importance of getting as much rest as you've got for hater and williams and week?
13: yeah i mean I, I think just going into this you know we got you know eight games in seven days a week um and we're you know we've played ten in a row i think um so rest helps all these guys we know they're still, we know they got you know eight busy day, seven busy days here of work um and, and we got them going into a you know our big relievers going into a series um fresh and ready to go and they're all gonna they're gonna have to pitch tomorrow's a day where you know you're, you're probably likely to see everybody can you share your plans for tomorrow who will start yeah uh ethan small will start game one um and aaron ashby will start game two
10: ethan's a guy that everybody's been talking about all season long and rightfully so um you know what what can you tell us about him and
13: and yeah look he's performed i mean that's 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 the deal with ethan he just he just keeps getting people out um and so he's earned this um so it's it's a you know you you love when a guy gets an opportunity that he's earned and, and ethan certainly has
10: kind of a look at the future of
13: the pitching for this franchise tomorrow, huh? Sounds like. Well, the future's tomorrow, so, I mean, that's that's as far as we're going to get headed. Yeah. I mean, we don't, have to, tomorrow's not going to make a statement about the future. Tomorrow's just have a good day tomorrow and
2: help us get a win. <laughs> it's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. Jim Dandy's on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Great food, awesome fish fries, plenty of TVs to watch the games, and always a friendly vibe.
4: Well, there's the news for tomorrow's doubleheader. You get it officially from Craig Council there as Ethan Small gets the nod for Game 1, Aaron Ashby Game 2. It is a peek at the future. It really is. Uh, another piece of good news: It did go twelve innings. <laughs> the Cubs, on the eve of a doubleheader, you always hate that. So that good for you, Chicago. Now that is going to uh, have a lot of uh, precipitate a lot of roster moves for the Chicago Cubs, I would think. I mean, every team probably would make a roster move, get some fresh arms in there. But uh, nonetheless, uh, the Cubs did they end up losing then in twelve? Yes,
5: they did. Oh, Just now, opponents. five to four.
4: There's a, there's a nice little bonus too, yeah. Brewers win today, eight zip. Here's how it happened. If you happen to miss the game, here's some of the numbers as we go inside the box score. Colton Wong goes zero for four with a walk. Luis Urias one for five. Christian Yelich zero for five, two strikeouts, hit into a double play. Andrew McCutcheon, zero for five as well, a pair of strikeouts. Here's where it gets good. Rowdy Telez, two for four with an RBI and a run scored. Hit home run number 10. Tyrone Taylor, two for four, one run scored. Omar Narvaez, three for three, a walk, one RBI and three runs scored. Uh, Lorenzo Kane goes three for four, three RBIs, two runs scored. Jace Peterson, two for four, three RBIs and a run scored. Pitching lines today, Corbin Burns, Outstanding, seven shutout innings on two hits, a walk, 11 strikeouts, 99 pitches thrown. ERA now at 195 through his 10 starts. Hobie Milner, one inning, allowed one hit, no runs, no walks, and a strikeout. Brent Suter, just a base hit given up, and that's it. Brewers today, eight runs on 13 hits, no errors. The Cardinals, no runs. On four hits, no errors. The win goes to Corbin Burns. He goes to three and two. The loss to Michaelis. He goes to three and three. Brewers now thirty and eighteen here in the twenty twenty two championship season. Speaking of champions, all right, Evan. You real quick. You have a uh, you you have a situation that that you go from like a radio studio to uh, to playing a band. I mean,
5: that's that's pretty rare, Evan, to do that. Well, I mean, I'm talking to one of the only other people to do that in yourself. <laughs> um, what do you? What, what's the name of your
4: band? We don't talk too much about your band. What so do we got?
5: I'm very new to it. I joined my dad's band that he's been in for a couple of years. They needed a rhythm guitarist and a backup drummer. So, and I've been jonesing to play music since high school. It's been a while since I've played. So, I uh, I joined my dad's band called Steadfast. Okay. And what we kind are, of music
4: are we playing?
5: Um, well, we're in a shifting of a, the the genre right now. They started out as a Christian band playing a lot of like church festivals and services mm-hmm. and stuff. Still do and have some of those songs in the repertoire, but we're going more secular now. Um, playing more like Foo Fighters, and we, we're dipping into the 80s. A couple of In Excess songs, some Huey Lewis in the news. There so we are I like it. We're... Uh, Kind of just trying to reinvent everything. I could mean I could see us being like a '90s cover band eventually too. Well, so, that's that's cool, Evan. I, I'm proud of you. Where uh, you guys are playing tomorrow somewhere? Yeah, tomorrow we are taking part in the Elm Grove Parade. So I'll be I'm do, uh, I'm producing and co-hosting the morning show tomorrow with Sam Schmitz, and then I'm leaving a little bit early to make sure that I get to the parade on time. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be quite the morning for me That's tomorrow. That's
4: cool. That's cool. Steadfast. In concert. Tickets available now at all Ticketmaster Ticket Centers. As That's long as cool. I
5: get the proceeds.
4: Yeah. There you go. All right. We're going to hear from Corbin Burns up next. And uh, if you don't want to go down to Wrigley, um, there is uh, baseball options out there. There is a one baseball option that you might want to uh, take part in. We'll... Uh, hear from uh, somebody that will give you that option uh, before the show is done. But uh, Brewers get the victory 8-zip and a nice sizable victory. Okay, notice I didn't use big. In this magnitude scale, the thermometer on this one, the needle was kind of pinned over to the right a little bit. <laughs> it was,
5: okay. It, if yes. we're in the DEFCON, are we in, like, orange, or are we getting into the reds?
4: <laughs> we're starting to, yeah, this was, this was Cardinal Red on this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Here on The Fan.
2: You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros.
4: They get an 8-zip victory today to split the series, and we'll hear from today's starter, Corbin Burns, in just a second. But, John, you're going to get the final word on today's show. I didn't want to leave you hanging there. John, you're on the fan. What do you think?
14: I appreciate it, Tim. So I think 4-3 is good, especially seeing they missed two of their power bats. You know, clutch guys not in the lineup, especially against lefties, right? We need those two righties back. So I think 4-3 is really good. I think, but you're right, now it's time to beat up on the lowly Cubs, try to get three out of four, and then it's a great trip. But I have a real quick question for you. Mm-hmm. So what what are we going to do with Yelich in the three-hole? When is it time to pull the plug?
4: Uh, uh, at least a month.
14: At least a month, you're saying?
4: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
14: So two and a half years isn't enough yet before we Brewer <laughs> fans say... Well, we it's...
4: Okay, I know, John. It's seasons, though. And when you look at the seasons, this thing started on a 60-game season, right? In 20? Yeah. Okay. Then you add the – it was a full season last year in terms of games, so 162, so you got 220. And then, you know, this is – you know, is it really – I know it sounds dramatic when you say, well, it's in the third season, but it really is like two? Two It's only about two?
14: Correct. Yeah, about two. The problem is though, like you know what I have the problem like when's the last time he's got a hit like chase had today
4: hey I I, I I I'm, I'm, I'm leading the charge hand? on that john what's that I'm leading the charge on that. there's no clutch in him right now, there's no clutch at all. at all there there hasn't been clutch for months from this guy for I should say weeks and weeks and weeks. You tell me you watch Brewers baseball. I've been asking I Brewer fans
14: game. I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it in so long, I can't remember. I can, two, right I can point round to two.
4: I can point to two right situations that you may make the argument, but I'm not going to buy it. The other day when it was tied at two in the second inning, he had an RBI base hit to give the Brewers the lead. Okay, there's yeah. one, but it's yeah. the second inning. Is that clutch time? Right. Uh-uh. It's, uh It's no. and then the other would be down seven zip against Cincinnati. He hit a three-run homer. Now, that did get him back in the game. But, again, yeah. is that a clutch homer?
14: No, it's not. No. And I'm just, I, every time I call you, I'm looking at the playoffs. We're going to be a playoff team. We know that. Our pitching's elite. We're going to be there. Can we win a playoff series with him in the three-hole? I, I, don't, I don't see how. I, I don't see how.
4: He did seem a little more aggressive today. The numbers don't indicate that, but he was a little more aggressive today. It's my you know, not only it's it's not just John, it's not just the clutch thing for me. It's swing the damn bat, Christian. It's almost like you're looking for walks all the time.
14: Right. It's just different. I we've talked about this. I've called your show before. I just can't believe it. I, I've never seen a demise so fast and a prime of someone's career from yep, so elite yep. to so, and I, like all the Brewer fans, are there, you're being negative. You're being negative when I talk to my buddies. I'm,
4: well, you're being I real. Watch
14: the games. I'm not being negative. <laughs> I love the guy. But he's not, he's an average, I think, is, if you put it as a three hitter, he's below average. Uh, there's no doubt about it. If you want to say he's an average player right now, okay, 230 with no power. Is that average in today's baseball? Maybe. But in a three hole, it's it's way below
4: average. We're less Sometimes. than a uh, handful of games away from the one third mark. So tr- just triple his numbers now. He's on pace to hit about 16, 17 home runs. He's on pace to hit about two thirty. He's on pace to knock in sixty runs. And and his on base percentage is right there at about 330, 325. Yeah, we
14: don't we don't pay him to get walks, right? He's got to he's got to get. He's got to hit some gappers and hit some home runs when it matters.
4: I'm with Especially you, John. Let's let's follow this story. We're going to follow this story, as, as brutal as it is. And all, uh, thanks for the call. Almost, you know, for for real hardcore Brewers fans and and uh, and Christian Yelich fans, it's it's somewhat disheartening. I won't say heartbreaking, but it's sort of disheartening to see this happen. And we don't know what's going to happen. There's still a ton of baseball to be played. We'll just we'll follow it. That's that's for sure. Uh, I'll promise you that. Corbin Burns, however, a buck ninety five is his ERA, and <laughs> he just keeps keeping on. Uh, to To say he's in the conversation to win a back to back Cy Young Award uh, is an understatement because it's it's true he is. But let's hear a couple of comments from the Brewers right hander.
13: Did you feel like you were locked in, kind of from the beginning today, in terms of the, the command
15: and the attack that you wanted? Uh, yeah, yeah. We had we had the best stuff today. Um, we had a good game plan, and we went out and executed.
13: Did it feel good? <laughs>
15: yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it's, that's that's kind of where we want to be all the time. Um, so the the fact that it took ten starts to get to is a little frustrating, but um, but yeah, it was. It's kind of what we wanted to do on all aspects of it today.
9: What did you feel was the biggest difference?
15: Uh, we just commanded everything well. The cutter was there. Um, slider was really good today. Curveball was good. Um, yeah, change was really good. We didn't get any swings on it. But, um, you know, for the most part, we uh, we executed pitches when we wanted to and, um, you know, kept some traffic off the bases.
1: The number of outs for you as well, three pitches or less, is that encouraging as well that you're executing with
15: your spots? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of these guys in the lineup that are up there swinging. They're, they're aggressive going after it. And so, um, you know, to those guys, oh, oh getting good pitch and, and executing – whether it's the cutter, the slider, you know, curveball, whatever it may be, um, you know, these guys that swing early, you can't just leave one out of the middle of the plate. And so we were able to do that today and, and got some quick outs. Pretty
10: big career milestone for you today.
15: What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Um, you know, hopefully it's, it's 500. of could be many, many more. So we'll see. Were you aware of it? Uh, They They told me after, I think, in the dugout after, congrats on 500, said, thanks. What are we in the fifth inning? So, yeah, beat it.
10: How, how much do those early runs help? when you're out there,
15: too. I mean, that Chase, Chase's was obviously big as well. Yeah, yeah, it makes it nice. Um, obviously, my, my approach is still to go up there and attack and, and get ahead, but, um, you know, you, when you get that kind of lead, then you have a little more leeway over the plate to, to get ahead early, but, um, yeah, it's always nice to, to have that have that run support. The Brewers have a special
4: one right there as Corbin Burns, the reigning Cy Young Award winner. Now, feel-good portion of this game. This, to me, was a... Way more than a feel good win for the Brewers, but a feel good game, you got to feel really good for one Lorenzo Kane. Three for four, three knocked in, a couple of runs scored. Jazzed up that batting average almost to the Mendoza line, picked up some 20 points, but here's Lorenzo Kane
13: after the win. Lorenzo, you just walked over. You said, I almost forgot what that felt like. Your 33rd game of the season finally got that first lean back. How good did it feel today for you at the plate? Three hits.
3: Oh, it felt good. Definitely my best day yet. Um, But, yeah, this game will beat you down sometimes. So I'm going to continue to battle, continue to fight, um, and hopefully I can contribute like I did today. So, uh, yeah, definitely a big win for us today uh, to uh, tie the series up 2-2. So, yeah, huge win for us today.
13: Lo, it wasn't just you. It was the whole bottom of the order. Hitters 5 through 9, 12 hits coming from those spots. How are you guys able to put pressure on Miles Michaelis and get to him?
3: Yeah, we were very aggressive today. Uh, like I said, he's a very talented pitcher. Um, the guy has everything. He, he's been lights out light all season long. So, uh of course, us we'll to do what we did today. You know, it was huge. And uh, like I say, we got burned some runs finally. So, that's always nice. <laughs>
13: Well, he didn't need many runs today, but you guys gave him plenty. Seven shutout innings, 11 strikeouts. How impressed are you with how he continues to just attack these lineups? And especially today, he was so efficient despite all the strikeouts.
3: Yeah, he, um, I mean, every start he's out there. I mean, the guy's absolutely filthy. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm just happy I don't have to face him. Um, but, yeah, he's been doing that all season long. Um, definitely he's on our side. Glad he's on our side. And, uh, yeah, we expect nothing but greatness from him. So hopefully we can continue to uh, put up three more years. Put up runs for him. Three more years, huh? I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, he's been outstanding all season, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can, can continue to put up runs for him and uh, swing the bats well. All
0: right, three more years.
3: Uh, three more years. <laughs> three more years for
4: Lorenzo Kane. Okay, but a, a great, uh, a great game for Lorenzo today. Big win for us. Huge win for us. Quote by Lorenzo Kane. He used big twice in that interview right there on Bally Sports Wisconsin. So that was, Evan, that's not me saying big win again.
5: Yeah, that's a quote from Lorenzo. It's not you saying it. So if you no. get in trouble, it's not you.
4: No, I'm not big win Tim today. Um, Sizable victory, big time. Break up the, s- so,
5: the th- 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 thesaurus.
4: Yeah, yes. Yeah, Find a different the- word sizeable. for thesaurus and yes. big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, baseball options. We're going to preview tomorrow's uh, doubleheader in Chicago as the road trip continues and give you maybe a, this corner of the state has a little option for you. We'll talk about that next here on The Fan.
2: You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on The Fan. Time to check tim allen's news and notes yeah we know they're infamous somewhat overrated and well quite frankly sometimes just plain old dumb but he continues to read them okay tim have at it if you need to
4: all right well some of these news and notes are not dumb brewers get a uh, eight zip victory 30 and 18 here in the 22 championship season as uh, the Brewers are, are done with St. Louis, the series is over. They split 2-2. They're headed to Chicago. And uh, the youth on the mound starting in a doubleheader tomorrow. We'll get to the matchups here in just a second. We'll also check out, Evan, uh, Ethan Small's numbers down at AAA this year. Uh, just, Just remarkable and well-deserved. Uh, call-up. But right now, great Midwest Bank hotline. Uh, We welcome in from the Kenosha Kingfish Northwoods League team, General Manager Ryan Gorowski. Ryan, how are you, buddy? You've got something going on tomorrow. I hear there's a little something on Memorial Day.
16: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Tim. Glad to be on with you. First off, how about them brewers? That's awesome. I'm glad we got the W today. Um, We're getting things rolling here at the park. But yeah, opening night tomorrow and. We're going to have a great band performing post-game.
8: Yeah,
4: that's that's what I hear. There's some band playing uh, after the game. But, you know, uh, there are choices. Real quick, I, I just wanted to have you on just to mention this, that, that you guys have always been really uh, steadfast in, in the um, – opinion that there are choices of, of baseball and options be, from where, you know, the, the Kingfish are. They're in Kenosha. They're smack between, you know, Chicago and Milwaukee. There's three Major League Baseball teams surrounding you guys. But you guys have been steadfast about, hey, Matt, th- this is an alternative to that.
16: Yeah, certainly. I mean, they're, not everybody's like you and I, Tim, and wants to sit down and watch nine innings of baseball. Um, and we still play really high-level baseball, But it's really not about the baseball. It's about the family entertainment and kind of coming out and enjoying yourself. And we do a lot of funny things in between the innings. And we have a pregame band and a postgame band. And uh, we have fireworks every Saturday night. And, you know, the season's such a sprint. But as you know, living in Kenosha and even in Wisconsin, these three months coming up are the best that we get. So uh, the league itself is super successful. It's produced over hundreds of major league ball players. But that's really not what we're selling, you know. It's about family entertainment and and getting people out here enjoying themselves, whether it takes yeah. a few beers or a few hot dogs.
4: Yeah, no, no question. And uh, as the general manager, are you gonna tell your manager that Brady Council needs to be in the lineup?
16: <laughs> well, I'm out here right now with them, so I, I already, I gotta, I guess I gotta stop fanboying Brady Council. But I've told them, you know, let me know when your dad's gonna be here, because. Uh, yeah, I kind of orchestrated that a little bit. Brady's a good enough; he's a great player too. That's the thing. So it's, I'm not pushing our coach's hand on that, but yeah, he's going to play Brady Council.
4: <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure he is. And, and and those of you that that you know, I just again I, I mentioned this before, um, but it's worth repeating. If if Craig Council is going to be at a Kenosha Kingfish game, look at the Kingfish schedule look at the Brewers' schedule, find an off day at home here for Craig Council and his brew crew, and then look at the Kingfish as a uh, just an area game. And you guys, have, well, you, you know where Craig Council is going to be. That's, that's what's going to happen. He obviously is not going to be there tomorrow. His hands are full. What do you think? A big Brewer fan. I know you are, Ryan. Uh, what do you think in Chicago for the Final Four of this 11-game trip?
16: Oh, well, how cool is it? I mean, this is unbelievable for me. I'm 29 years old. The fact that the Brewers have two guys starting tomorrow that are really young left-handed pitchers that we produced, it's unbelievable. Like, we just – we've become – we have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to pitching, and it's, like, such a good feeling that we're going to go into Wrigley and probably just kick the snot snot out of them. So um, they'll take care of business. I'm pretty confident of it now. I haven't heard much from the Cubs fans this year other than that first series. They were awfully loud that first series, but they haven't said much since, huh?
4: No, they're, they're, I think the Brewer's little brother these days, so we'll see what happens. All right, Ryan, uh, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Thanks.
16: All right, man. Thank you. Take care.
4: All right. There he is uh, from the Kenosha Kingfish. And by the way, another uh, event that's going on is the parade that Evan Heffelfinger's band is going to be in, Steadfast, rocking the parade on a trailer. You ever play on a trailer?
5: No, so this is going to be interesting.
4: Yeah, it's a little... I would... Here's what I recommend to you, Evan. Not that you have to sit the whole time, but just have like a bar stool right behind your butt a little bit, and it just kind of gives you a little semblance of balance. That's all. Okay. You don't have to sit, but just know that you can if you need to, if there's a divot or a or a, a pothole or something, because it, it can throw you off a little bit. Believe me, I've been there. All right, let's check the matchups for tomorrow. It is the Brewers and Cubs, game one of a doubleheader. That's twelve oh five after the last pitch. You make the switch right here. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. It is the youngster Ethan Small on the Hill for the Crew.
5: Yeah, and since we don't have a probable from the Cubs yet, because I think they're probably just now getting to talk to their manager, um, we'll have to probably update you tomorrow morning. I'm sure Sam and I will have all of the starters, the lineups for the first game for you. But, I mean, might as well look at Ethan Small's numbers while we're here. Uh, in eight starts this year in A Nashville. He's gone 38 innings, a 1.88 ERA, in those 8 appearances, 49 strikeouts in 38 innings, a 1.1 whip. This I mean he I think what we've heard is his game is a, kind of a little bit like Aaron Ashby where he doesn't throw very hard, but he gets you off balance with different arm angles. He can speed you up, throw you down with his or uh, slow you down with his release and he has a yeah. very good changeup.
4: Yeah, he doesn't throw as hard as Ashby, but I, I think his game is uh, its all about control. For both these lefties, it is about control. And you give the free passes, they're going to get you. They will haunt you. And that's mainly uh, big for every pitcher, but you're young and embarking on uh, this day tomorrow. That—that That is exactly what... Just be aggressive. Play your game. Do what Eric Lauer does now. Let's be aggressive in the zone. Let's go. And see what happens. You can always back off a little bit later. Uh, then in game two, uh, it is it is the aforementioned Aaron Ashby.
5: Yes, it is. Let me go ahead and pull up his numbers. I they're getting better from where they started this oh. year. Oh, um, he is oh, for sure. Yes, he has a two point nine one ERA, but still looking for his first win of the year. He's zero and three in thirty four innings. Let's get him that win.
4: He is, one of these starts, and I'm not saying it'll be tomorrow night, but one of these starts, it's going to be a gem. I I mean, a legit gem. Seven, eight innings, couple of hits, one or no runs. It's coming. The stuff is so good. It it is so good. I'm a huge fan of Aaron Ashby. Huge fan. All right, that's going to do it for us. You guys have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow a couple of different times, after game one and after game two. And, Uh, We'll have some fun, hopefully, with a couple of victories over the Cubs. It starts with Game 1. For Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. And smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.